have a fry nose. Now, Dick, let me uh, get... Ah, uh, Jack, it's on me. Wouldn't be a lemon party without old Dick. <sighs> Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, T. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's cracking, Wackerly? Crackerly. I'm drinking a watermelon beer. I don't know why I've never called you Crackerly before. A watermelon beer? Yeah. What? It's kind of like a it's black a travesty. <laughs> is it okay? Is it malt liquor? Because that would no, make you've sense. You've never had this 21st Amendment no. watermelon beer. They have it at Safeway. You can get it. It's good. 21st Amendment. Never even heard of it. You know, in this. San Francisco, the 21st Amendment Brewery. You've been there, probably. This is kind of one of those microbreweries, those indie microbreweries yeah, that you go to. Yeah, they're pretty big at this point, but yeah. Watermelon beer. It's a, that almost, why it's why watermelon not just, wheat beer. Why not just drink a wine cooler at this point? <sighs> Don't knock it until you've tried it, dick. <laughs> is it cool and refreshing? Exactly. It's been hot out. Well, enjoy your watermelon beer. What are you drinking? I, a rock well, star? I'm drinking Rockstar, but eventually Jesus. I will be moving on to a real beer like Tecate. Tecate. Tecate is awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mexican fans. Yeah, tell that to Mexicans. They I like love Pacifico. That beer. I like Corona, but Tecate sucks. Do you have a cranberry beer back there? A lambic? I no, I don't. <laughs> a cranberry lambic. This doesn't really taste like watermelon. It's just a hint of watermelon. God, ever since you moved to the East Bay... Started drinking these micro beers. I don't know what's going on over there. That's such a non sequitur. It's not even funny. <laughs> this brewery is in San Francisco, by the way. It's that Bay Area snobbery. That I could just smell the smug coming over the Skype lines. I'm just saying I'm drinking a watermelon beer. I thought, I thought, people, I thought the fans at home might like to know. Yeah, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they're going to think much higher of you now. I'm just giving them fodder to troll me about. I'm trying to... Gesture of kindness. So actually, I achieved one of my goals this past weekend. Did you finally grow some pubes? Not yet. That's that's coming soon. That's it's one of my other goal. goals. Well, it's good to I, have a list of goals. No, I um, I met somebody that I've I've been actually I had a beer with someone I've been wanting to have a beer with for, I guess the past two years. Who? Hodor Mom. from Game of Thrones. My favorite Game of Thrones character. It's not your favorite Game of Thrones character. Uh, yes, he is my favorite. And I told him now, he's my favorite. Now, because you met him. Well, he was my favorite Game of Thrones character before I met him. Were you like, you've got like the, you've got the easiest job on the show because uh, you don't have to memorize lines. It's the way he says the lines. <laughs> the way he utters line. those lines. <laughs> line. <laughs> I wonder if in dress rehearsal, just to, you know, just to sort of crack people up, I would be like, line. Can you imagine the director's just But like, then I would keep Jesus doing the Christ. joke every week. <laughs> line. Wait, what was that line? Hodor. Okay, Hodor. 
Hodor. You know, I don't know why he was at this party. He was with somebody. But at first when I went in there, it was a costume party. I bet yeah. you there was a uh, handsome man who, who brought him there. Possibly. I'm sure he was with a handsome man. Because he came man. out of the closet, the actor. Yeah. But the thing is, it was a costume party, an internet meme party, an internet meme costume party. And I thought at first I walked in there, I'm like, oh, is Hodor a meme and somebody's dressed up as him? But then after I looked at him, I was like, God, that man's a giant. That's got to be the real Hodor. And he had has everybody Has everybody seen the photo? I mean, at, at the time of the recording of this podcast, I think you've already put the picture on Facebook, so yeah. all the fans should have seen it, right? You, you should have seen me wearing it. I texted back, and you didn't You didn't respond. I said, that's the worst Hodor cosplay I've ever seen. Yeah, I thought, I, thought I, think I did. Concept. Did I respond? I don't know if I did. I don't think you did. Yeah, I usually just I thought it was a good one. Text. I thought it was a good zinger. <laughs> but no, I thought that at first. I was like, you know, th- these people are masters of the costume of their cosplaying. Yeah, you never really know. Well, you do Maybe know. it's just like a teenage girl dressed up as Odor. <laughs> she just did a really amazing job. It would that would have been the most incredible costume because this person was just massive. I mean, I went yeah. over to him and I was like, and he was just kind of standing there and I went over and I was just like you're my favorite Game of Thrones character. Can I get a selfie with you? Can I ride you around like a bantha? <laughs> I think he probably sure. wanted, I think he wanted English, to do that right? to me. Um, you would, you'd be dead. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, this guy's huge. You'd and, be dead or else severely herniated. Well, he looks massive on the show, but standing next to him, I mean, I came up to, uh, like, I, like, my girlfriend's at this too. She's like, you have a massive head. She's like, and your head looked tiny compared to Hodor. Because it didn't even come through his arm. Wait, you like say you have a massive head? Yeah, I have a, I have a gargantuan, gargantuan melon. Massive head. I've never head. noticed. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it almost takes up this whole Skype window. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, I just thought you were really close to the camera. No, it's, it's just a big head. It's like an orange on a toothpick over here. Right. But compared to Hodor... Well, now that you mention it, yeah, yeah, you do. It's hideously large. I, mean, I just never... <laughs> Should I was, never I was paying about attention it. to your other faults, and that's why I never figured that out. Well, you don't look at my physical uh, defects. You usually look at the mental ones. Um, True. But no, next to Hodor, it was, I was a small... Had a, have a very small head. I'm a small... I'm, a, I'm not a very large guy, but compared to Hodor, I'm just a minuscule person, just a tiny man diminutive figure most people would be and i shook his hand and my hand was just like enveloped in this massive paw the guy's huge he was drinking uh he was drinking like swill like mgd or something coors light or something is he english i I think he's scottish i think he's scottish scottish oh big guy the chosen people but anyway i I, I don't know why he was at this party he's not a meme famous people got a party too you should have asked him if it's weird that, like, the actor who plays Bran is, like, 32 now. Is that kid 32? No, but haven't you noticed? He, he looks, just he looks look really older. old compared yeah, to the first older. season. Yeah, he does look quite a bit older, but how he old looks is, like how he should he be supposed like, to be. He's like, well, I've got to get insurance for my kids now. But he's only supposed to be, like, 15. <laughs> From the book. In the show, he's probably supposed to be 18, but he, st- he still he looks like he's like 34. And Hoarder's got to fucking haul his ass around, which in season one, it was easy because the kid weighed like but now, 85 now, now pounds. Big, yeah, now but he's yeah, heavy. but now the kid weighs like 165. But Hoarder's huge. I'm sure it's not even a problem. Still. Who, I don't like to lift anything. 
Yeah, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him much. Yeah. Because he was, you know, kind of bombarded by people. Everybody but... was trying to take Instagram photos so they could become famous on but Instagram. I've... Exactly. And, and that's kind of the whole theme of this party. I mean, I felt like a more fully realized human being because I got to drink with uh, my favorite character on Game of Thrones. But the party, you were saying it was a meme Internet meme theme party. And so party. think about this. An internet meme theme party. You had to go as your favorite meme. What meme do you So think like you could be like anything. If you could be a meme, what would you go as? But you could be like uh you could be like grumpy that, cat. what's that or the overly attached girlfriend oh, or grumpy there were cat. A couple of those. Or, uh well there's a bunch of animal ones, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like grumpy cat. There was uh I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. I mean, little Bub, a... little Bub's another cat who's famous, more famous than our podcast. Well, th- I mean, those are viral. I mean, those are viral concepts. Memes. Sometimes memes are viral, and sometimes viral things are memes, but not all the time. Yeah, it could be like a a, a picture, a behavior, or something. Scumbag person Steve. Person to person within a culture, and then they they put their own twist on it, and it just becomes a new concept, new idea, and it builds it. Not all memes Bad, go- bad luck, Brian, scumbag Steve. You know those ones are, aren't you? I bet but, you there was a couple of those there. Well, the thing that I was expecting, and I was telling this to my girlfriend as, I was, as we were going there, I, you know, I didn't even put much thought into it. Um, I was thinking, because what I wanted to go as, she just was not into. And she's like, it'd be embarrassing. And, I was, and, cause, and, and the funny, funniest thing about it is she had never even heard about it. I wanted to go as Goatsy. He's a meme. But Goatsy was a meme, or is a meme. Is a meme. Well, it was funny because I brought it up with her, and I was like, yeah, I want to go as Goatsy. She's like, what's that? And I was like, you've a never goat? heard of Goatsy. A goat see? I was like, it's a really... No, no, goat see. It's like, it's like a really cute goat. That's, I think, what she see? thought it was. Because you know how goats became a meme? Did they? Well, yeah, goats yelling like humans. Okay, well, that's a meme. But you can't, like, like, a, <laughs> like just goats can't be a meme. It's too, it's well, too broad of a concept. No, but goats yelling like humans, that whole yeah, yeah, yeah. idea. That's, that's probably that, a meme. That became a meme. So I could, I could have gone something like that. And I think she was like, she thought it was a goat. And I was like, no, goat see. Probably one of the most famous memes, the most iconic memes of all time, before the meme, the term meme was even being widely used to describe, you know, something that spreads. Didn't Richard on the Dawkins come up with that term, or was it another one of these crazy? And it was Dawkins that came up with it initially. Yeah. But anyway, um, I tell her what it is, and she's like, "I've never even heard of that. No one's going to know what that is." And it's like, okay, wait, 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 back up, back up. <laughs> word for word, what did you tell her? Well, then she asked me, she's and like, pretend I'm her and I don't know what Goatsy is. What do you mean, Goatsy? What's that? You know, Goatsy. No, I don't. I've never heard of it. What is it? Well, that's what I said. To her. I was like, how? OK, how do you not know what Goatsy is? Yeah, but Go- you be, get beyond that, your indignation. And when you're explaining to her what it is and tell me what you said. I didn't even explain to her. We're at my house. Oh, I, was like, oh, I was like, come here. Oh, you just come with me. Phone. You well, are going to be educated right podcast. now. And so I, I opened it up and I, I did a, you know, I did a search for Goatsy and then she was like, that's disgusting. I was like, it would have been a better story if you were nowhere near a computer and you just had to verbally explain it. Well, it's a guy. Well, here, okay. I'll, 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 I'll reenact it as if you didn't have a computer. Well, how do I say this? It's a guy <laughs> and he's nude. It's porn. Porny. <laughs> But porn doesn't porn imply that jacking off to it. It's vulgar. How about that? It's NSFW. <laughs> clearly. But even beyond NSFW. It's not safe for anywhere. Yeah, I don't think it's safe like for anything. So it's NSFA. I've looked at it millions of times. Maybe not millions. <laughs> but, but I mean, but, it's, it's not something you'd want to look at anywhere. And you want to look at it in select company. Select company. It's only safe for select company. Select it's company. It's O-S- 
OSSC. OSSC, that's what it yeah, is. OSSC. Yeah. So it's a guy, and he's bending <laughs> over, and he's got both hands, and I'm talking like all four fingers, <laughs> sort of inside of his rectum. And at this, and then she's like, "What? What do you mean?" Well, just bear with me. I'm not done describing this. It's a photo. Oh, is it? No, it's a video. No, no, it's just a photo. Back in the old days of the internet, most things were just photos. And anyways, he's pulling his asshole apart, uh, like six inches. <laughs> not even, least. dude. That's gonna have a radius of about ten inches. Yeah, and at that point, she's like, what are you talking about? You can't pull your asshole apart that far. And that's when you're like, that's what everybody thought before they saw this photo. And that's why it became a meme. The most that's why it's a meme, because meme it proved something that nobody thought could be done, and it, he did it. And it was before the days of, like, that has to be Photoshopped. It was just like, holy shit, there's a photo of it. It must be real. And I think it was real. Did anyone find the true identity of Goatsy? I think people have tried, and I think I've heard that somebody did find out who it was, and he's dead now. Well, I could imagine. I mean, does he even have a digestive system? Like, I don't even know what happened there. He's got the top of the digestive system. <laughs> it's just the bottom is ruined. Yeah, it's completely ruined. It's just completely stretched apart. But but you know what? Back, but anyway, I, I take her over because we're in my we're in my uh, my living room, and I was like, "Come over here, check it out." And I just grabbed the iPad, and I'm like typing goatee, and she was like, "That's disgusting." She's like, that's just, exactly. why would you want to do that? I'm like, because it's the most universally recognized and reviled meme of all time. And she's like, how would you do that? And I was like, I'll just get a pizza and just shove it on my ass or something and just walk around <laughs> holding it. Or Danish. I like it before, I like, yeah, I like your Danish <laughs> idea. <laughs> just go get but it. But then just, you can't sit down. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be standing at a party with just a raspberry Danish. And then you like turn around and the person who's having the party, like their cat is licking your ass. I mean, it's really the Danish, but still. She was like, you could, she goes, you Hodor can do that. Hodor's trying to grab it because he's a big fat guy. He's like, oh, I just thought uh, maybe you weren't, didn't, we're, we're done with it. Hodor would be totally turned on probably. Well, I wasn't going to make it gay like that. But he probably would have been into it. I was just making it fat like that. Like he wanted the Danish. <laughs> and he probably would have fucked the Danish after. <laughs> You're Danish. <laughs> euphemistic danish but she was like that's disgusting no one's gonna get it she's like it's just a dumb idea and i was trying to explain to her first of all i was just so shocked and astonished your girlfriend's young but that doesn't really being young doesn't excuse this this uh lack of knowledge it's ignorance well this is what i said to her i was like i was like you know you are wrong because she's kind of arrogant about her internet knowledge she thinks i'm too old to use the internet and and i you know i've you're, explained you're, to her you are like, getting into that category We've been on the internet for a long time, entertaining people. Yeah, but I mean, like, Andy Rooney had a TV show. Would you ask him his opinion on, like, what shows were good? <laughs> That's who you are. You're the Andy Rooney of the internet. Well, I said to her, I was like, first of all, the problem with you millennials is you don't appreciate the iconic original memes of the internet. You think you, you can talk about Grumpy Cat, you can laugh about Grumpy Cat, you can... Uh, you talk about the uh, the, with the 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 guy that's crying about Britney Spears. That's somebody you look in, you look up towards. Like that's somebody yeah. you actually even that's appreciate. pretty old. I mean, that's probably ten years old. Yeah, that's kind of old. She knew about that, but she didn't know about the. I guess it's like the nether regions of the internet. But that's how the internet started. And so anyway, I say I say to her, I was like, you know what, you're wrong. I bet you ninety percent of the people at this party would laugh because they'd be like, oh my god, you're goatsy. That's hilarious. She's like, I bet that ninety percent of the people have no idea what goatsy is. 
Long story short, I didn't go as goatee. I went to the Ross up, up the street and I got a kitten shirt. I just put that on. Easy. <laughs> so, yeah. And so we Easy go, way out, most people would say. Well, I, she was upset because I didn't even think about it or get a costume. I'm like, I'll just go get a fucking cat shirt. It's fine. Go there with the cat shirt. Yeah. And uh, kind of you can't, yeah. Just cats are basically a meme at this point, huh? Aren't they? Well, that, that is the what the internet's all about: porn and cats. And pussy. so we go there, pussy. yeah, pussy. <laughs> so we go there, and uh, this guy, like, and I was looking around, and I was thinking, I bet you there's gonna be at least three or four goatees, probably, maybe more. Right. Not a single goatee there. And most of these huh. people, I'd say the ages range from. Was this like a was this a was this a clean sort of family affair? Is that why there were no goatsies? No, or just... no. This is a girl's birthday party. There were a bunch of people drinking, and I mean, I, I mean, it wasn't like a a sober event or something. Yeah, but it, even it if it's not sober, sometimes it wasn't sponsored like, by a church. Let's keep it clean, people. No, it, it wasn't like a it was like a religious event. So, so people clearly just don't. Are, what you're saying is. Were you the old, oldest person in this party besides Hodor? Let me ask you that. Is Hodor older than us? Probably not. He's probably not. younger than no, us. There, there were some older dudes at this party. I mean, it was. There, I'd say the ages If ranged. you had to make a bell curve of the ages. Okay, I, mean, I was definitely towards the, the older side of that curve. <laughs> so but, is the point being that the kids, the young kids, even though obviously they spend their whole life on the internet, they really don't know who Goatsy is? Well, and they spend their whole life on the internet. But then I don't think they really understand the internet. Like it's meant I, to be I, I understood. I have my own theory, actually. But wait, before we get to that, let me just give you a little more context here. Okay. So we get there. I don't see any goatees. And I was talking to a couple of her friends. I was like, well, I was going to go as goatee. Because they were like, oh, you're cute kitten shirt. Cute. I was like, well, I was going to go as goatee, but she wouldn't let me. And they're like, who? I was going to get a goat shirt instead of this cat shirt. That's not what I said. I said goatee. Goatee. And then and they're like, who? And then Amanda's Goats like, see? Goats are cute, too. And she kept saying, she was like, see? What did I tell you? Anyway, this one guy walks up, and I, and I looked at his costume. I started laughing. I was like, that's probably the best costume I'll see all night. He was dressed as Lemon Party. Another great, dirty meme a of the past. A great, dirty meme of the past. You know, I, I was expecting to see a tub girl. I mean, that's what I, when I think of the internet, that's <laughs> what I think of. Tub girl would be hard, unless you just had a t-shirt of tub girl. It just all it would take would just be a girl to get wasted, just puking yellow puke all over everybody. What about her meat asshole? Spin? Exactly. I was expecting to see a meat spin. And so I brought That'd that up. I brought that up, and no one heard of meat spin. No one knew who tub girl was. No did one the knew lemon, who the lemon, was. The guy dressed up as lemon party. Must a lemon party did. Things. That guy was my favorite guy at the party. He was wearing like New a nude friends. suit. Like a like a tight nude suit with just a bunch of old naked old men dolls like just attached to it. It, it was pretty cool. And, and when I looked, I was like, "Oh my god, dude, your lemon party!" He's like, "Watch!" And he laid down on like a couch. He's like, "Full on Sideways. lemon party going on." <laughs> I appreciate that he did it without like actually like did he? Ha well, maybe he did, but I, I assume he didn't have any lemons. He did not have any lemons. He was just a See, naked that, old that's, man that's covered purist. in naked old men. Because you could be like, you could be like, he could have the nude suit and then just have a couple of lemons. Oh, I'm Lemon Party. Get it? No, but the whole funny yeah. thing about Lemon Party is you would send people there and be like, oh, did you see this funny picture? Lemon Party. And people were like, oh, it's probably some funny cartoon with lemons. And then it's just like old naked <laughs> dudes getting it on in a like gay orgy on a hotel mattress. God, I can't I can't imagine how many times I've sent that to my brother. And meat spin. That was the time that I remember when Jeffrey flipped. That's one out of my of favorite stories because this is one of those things where even if you bring it up, Jeff gets 
just just as mad as I guess he probably did on the day. And it's when uh, this is another sort of ancient thing of the internet that doesn't exist anymore because people have anywhere, pop up yeah. blockers now. Yeah. But uh, you used to say, <laughs> I'm telling your story for you because I love it so much. But you sent. Meatspin was one thing, but then there was a special Meatspin site where you could email it to somebody and they'd click on the link. It, was and like it would Rick come up as a pop-up. And then when you tried to close it, because Meatspin plays a song too, and it would yeah. like blare out of their speakers, you spin me right round, baby, right round. And then when you try to close it, it would like move away from your mouse every time, the little window, <laughs> like the pop-up. Oh, and your brother got so mad. Well, it was a while ago when that came out. It must have been at least 10 years ago now. Oh, yeah. I mean, be because people have had pop-up blockers now and that shit doesn't happen, but you couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, it was like, well, it was kind of like, I guess, akin to Rickrolling somebody. You send them this video and it's, I don't know. It's, it's it like, was better than that. Yeah, it was way <laughs> the whole better than not that. being able to close it is But it great. seemed like an innocuous link. You click on it. You know what? Now I remember what it was. You know what it was? It was, we can track your cell phone. And then you type in your like your number, and, it's, try, and, and you're it, like, oh, I want to see if they can see where I am. Yeah, and it zooms in on you, but it's a fake, like as if it's like you know Google aerial map, and it's zooming in on you, but it's a fake window. Oh, yeah. And no, then next I, thing you, you know, you it's are just, getting into the details of how this works. You now. spin me right, awesome. right round, starts playing, and it's meat spin going across your screen. And so I sent it to my brother. If people know meat spinners, we have to describe that too. Jesus, I, I, I <laughs> it's must a have guy told... sitting on another guy's cock. Obviously, the cock's going into the guy's on top's ass. And then as he's just banging this dude, the guy on top, his dick is just spinning around like a helicopter. <laughs> Perfectly in time to the You Spin Me Right Round, Baby Right Round song. And so what surprised me about my brother is I, I anticipated the opposite of reaction of what actually yeah. happened. He was Great. so enraged. He called me up like, what the he fuck did you work, send right? me? That's the what was that? How do you shut it off? And I was like, why would you, I was like, why would you want to shut this off? Isn't this what you see every time you close your eyes? Yeah. I thought you'd be <laughs> jacking right off, baby, right off. Gonna jack off, baby. I'm jacking off. He didn't know how to open the task manager on his PC. So he could shut it off. I, I, you know, people like, cause he called you and asked how to shut it off. But you know, people at the time who got the same link had to just like unplug their computer from the wall. Cause no, they, they had to manually there. power it off. Right? Cause or I know off, uh, I sent it to quite a few people. <laughs> and uh, at, at their jobs and they had to shut it off and i love that that was one of my favorite memes when i came out well you're really teaching them a life lesson don't click on strange links yeah and you know they you know we should make one of those for goatsy let's we'll work on that but well, anyway people have pop-up blockers now so pop-ups don't work yeah that's true pop-up pranking doesn't work anymore <laughs> pop-up pranking god i was a i was a huge fan of that <laughs> But so I'm talking to Lemon Party, and I was like, God, I love your content. He goes, no one knows what it is. I like and that he was your best friend, but you only know him as Lemon Party. Well, we were both commiserating about how right. these the youth, because he was probably maybe a year younger than us. And we were both commiserating how the youth today don't fully understand the Internet. They don't fully appreciate the Internet because they haven't experienced the Internet like we did from its origin. Well, what they don't understand is the old Internet. For me, Web 1.0 was, uh, you know, it came out, there was email. It was pretty annoying, actually, because, like, you didn't want to use email. Just people forced you to use it because either your job or your class or your, you know, your college class was like, well, I give out all the homework assignments on email. And you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have a computer. Now I got to go to the fucking computer lab. 
figure out how to like log on to this dumb fucking email thing just to get the homework so I don't fail this class or, you know, the same thing with your job. You know, my girlfriend is making fun of us for having a sick and wrong podcast at Hotmail address. She's like, who has a Hotmail address? Cool people who have been around forever. OGs. OGs. And that, that's the difference. So there was that. And then, and then when you're checking your email and you're pissed off about it, because you're like, this is fucking annoying. I just, I'd rather be home like checking my voicemail or actually just drinking 40s and not checking anything. But then you're like, huh, well, well, there's this internet thing too. I guess there's a web page for the class. And you go like, okay, here's the web page. Here's the, here's the syllabus. But then you're like, oh, what else is on the internet? A Detroit Lions. I like the Detroit Lions. Oh, they have a Detroit Lions page with like a, you know, some like place you can order t-shirts or see pictures of Barry Sanders. But it took forever to, to load. It took forever to load. You're like, oh, there's an interesting picture yeah. of Barry Sanders that took five minutes. Yeah, I remember jacking up the porn back then. When I go back, uh, go back to my parents' house and my dad had this computer to dial up modem. And right. I would just sit there like, and I would wait. I'd wait the five minutes for that naked picture to download. Check this out. Did you ever do this? Load up a picture, and like you said, it takes five minutes. Then print the picture out, and then take it home to jack off. No. God, what, did, did it even keep the resolution? <laughs> you know, it was a color printer. It was enough. But, like, you know, I was, like, downloading porn in, like, the grad school office. I wasn't going to just jack off in the grad school office. God, that is old school, though. You're just you're making your own porn magazines. Yeah, I wanted to jack off to that picture, but I didn't want to jack off in the grad school office where like tons of people could just walk in. Although I would just print it, and then you'd hover at the printer and be like, oh, fuck, I hope this thing prints fast. And then just stuff it in your bag. Was it a community printer, or was it just uh, like a yeah. printer in his office? Who, whose office? It was, it, our, it was a community office. Op- no, it was a community office. Oh, it was a community Okay, so you were going in the professor. <laughs> Yes. We had an office where like there was like eight people and like an old ass secretary. Like literally she was like sixty-eight years old. And this wasn't during the day, it was at night. I would be in there like at, you know, eleven thirty, I'd be the only people left person left. Okay, so so all right, so we're web one point But let me progress with this. So so you're right. You'd 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 be like, Oh, football or something else that I'm in like, oh, here's something about, you know, I'm really into bird watching and there's a the local bird watching society has a weird web page. And, and the chat sites. It, but then you, and then you found porn. You're like, holy shit! There's like pictures of naked chicks on here. Like, I'll never buy a Playboy again. What's the point? But then you're done with the porn, and you're like, what else is on? What about like pictures of horrible car crashes, <laughs> like people's bloody bodies, right? Style you started project. Up that, Remember that? And that and that's when you got into the ogrish.com and Style Project. And that's when you Junction. Found, that's when you found Goatsy. Yeah, and that's where Goatsy came from. And that was basically the internet. And then you were just like, well, what? I'm just going to find the grossest fucking thing I can find, send it to my friends, or the funniest, craziest picture I can find, or the raunchiest, weirdest porn I can find, send that to people. Well, a good friend of ours, or a good friend of mine, <laughs> not really of yours, but uh, in 2001, he had a, a very popular website called mulletsgalore.com, and that's essentially yes. what it was. I, I've, I'm acquainted with the guy. I just, he irritated me. Yeah, you were never quite fond of him. I actually liked him. We got along well. But I, you, know, you but live that, with him. You had a closer relationship with him. Fine. But that was the thing, though. He would just, you know, get funny pictures of dudes with mullets, post them on the site, and call it a midget mullet. And but let's, that, let's be clear about was all about. And let's be clear about this. I mean, him having his own website was amazing. It was like, what? Yeah. wait a minute, that guy, can we, you know, Jay, let's call him. Like, he has his own website? That's like, how do you, oh, that's bizarre. And he was literally sitting in his room, like, 
typing in the HTML code and saying like, put this picture here, href, make this font purple, and then, you know, uploading it on FTP. Yeah. Like that's my website. And then he was selling stickers or something. And I don't even know how he did that. Like, how did he even do the e-commerce wasn't, there was no PayPal. But he made enough money from that site that he didn't have to work. I mean, he didn't make, I mean, he didn't make thousands of dollars, but he made, you know, enough money to pay his rent. And I was always impressed with him. But that was all web 1.0, right? Like people maybe, even with Jay and his mullets galore website, like maybe he would get some feedback on emails and then he would put, you know, he would upload the text of the email with HTML and be like, oh, a, a reader sent in this funny thing and he'd respond to them. But that was all, the point was there was no interactivity, right? It was just people would post shit, you'd go find it, and maybe you'd email those pages or links or you'd download the JPEG and you couldn't even attach things to emails very easily if you're Well, there was correctly. the, you know, anything over like a meg you couldn't really attach. Even attaching anything was like kind of like, how do you do that? Did it work? Oh, no, it didn't work. Yeah, but I could put a bunch of pictures of Goatsy and, and other things I found in Style Project on my zip disk and then come over to your house and put it in your zip drive and then put right. it on your computer. Yeah, put, put it on a disk. And I know you know what <laughs> people are going to do. I'm going to head this off at the pass, and I don't really want to talk about this, but a ton of people are going to write in or you know call in and be like, what about IRC? You know, chat rooms yeah, and shit. Yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> Like 1% of internet users, not even people, just internet users, 1% of internet users were using chat rooms. But what chat rooms became was Web 2.0, which is where we're at now. And that, now and everything's that's interactive. Happened, yeah. And it's, it's social. social it's media. the social media aspect of the internet. The social media, I guess during Web 1.0, when we started with the internet, when we were in, in, our, in our heyday, our halcyon days of the internet, is when the social aspect was me sending you a picture of Goatsy with his spread open asshole. A link, not even, like I said, it was even hard to attach the picture, but you send the link. But now it would be with the social aspect is you posting a video of yourself on YouTube for the first time with your reaction of seeing Goatsy's asshole for the first time. Right. And there's millions of ways. It's like, I'm going to post this to YouTube, but I only want my friends to see it. And that, but no, but I'm going to post this other thing and I'm going to let like the wider audience see it. Uh, I'm not going to let them comment. I'm only going to let people who I've friended comment and I'm going to keep this other part private. I mean, there's a million ways now to interact, but I think the difference is now, like, especially probably with the people that were at your party that you went to is now the internet isn't really about finding those pictures. Like, like you just stated, maybe intentionally now it's more about you. You know it's, it's more about like how many followers do I have on Instagram or here's a video of me reacting to seeing the Goatsy picture for the first time and how many people liked it and how many people commented on it and how many people shared that photo or video of me. The Not video, me, but the internet has become just all about validation and self-promotion. And that's what the that's what Web 2.0 is essentially about. There was a there was a girl at this at this party that I knew actually from uh from uh, back in San Francisco. And I ran to her, I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen you forever. And I was t chatting with her and I couldn't figure out what her outfit was. She was wearing like, I don't know, like, uh, like kind of workout clothing or something. And All I asked right. her, I was like, so what are you dressed up as? She was like, oh, I'm a selfie of myself, a fitness selfie. And I asked, I was like, really? And then she showed me on Instagram, she's popular on Instagram. She posts her pictures, Instagram page. her Instagram. She posts pictures of herself and workout workout outfits because she's working out to get fit for Comic Con or something, and she and she's like, yeah, she goes, it's a fitness selfie of myself. 
Because like, lately I've been posting fitness pictures to my Instagram. Well, I said to her, this, like, per- this story perfectly illustrates the point. Well, that's what I said to her. I was like, that's not a meme. She's like, eventually it will be. Which is probably the most narcissistic comment I've ever heard. Eventually, <laughs> I will become a meme. That's what she's saying to me. Plus, it uh, does demonstrate a clear mus- misunderstanding of memes. Like, memes take off immediately, and they become huge with millions of followers. They don't, like, gradually, gradually build. Be- once I'm, like, Van Gogh, like, once I'm dead, all the shit I put on the internet will become popular. No, 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 it won't. As soon as she said that, the first thing in my mind was, God, I wish I had a Danish on my asshole right now. I would bend over and be like, talk to the Danish. Talk to my gaping, goatsy <laughs> asshole. Talk to the Danish. Talk to goatsy woman. And, uh, and she, yeah, she probably would be like, I have no, because I asked her, too. I was like, I can't believe there's no goatsies here. And she's like, what's that? Uh, uh, it, re- it really bothered me the whole thing, and then and, you, know, you know, we, you know, we need to, you know, you need to go sign up at the community college and become a professor, and you know, be like, well, what class you're going to take? Well, I want to cl- teach a class on you know media arts, interactivity, whatever. I'm sure they have some department of uh, multimedia, you know, social media, the internet. And be like, okay, fine, yeah, we have a department for that. Well, what do you want to teach? I'm teaching a history of the disgusting internet, <laughs> and you just go through Ogrish. On like Internet Style Time Project. Machine or one of those, yeah. one of those, even those sites don't exist. There's other websites that just archive shit that used to be on the internet, and you're like, you know, here's Tub Girl, here's Goatsy, here's Lemon Party. There's probably shit we don't even remember. That's like, oh yeah, I do remember that now if you looked at it. Yeah, but that's the thing though. You know, there is a community college actually just down the street. Uh, I forget. I think it's Los Angeles City College. You yeah. know, and I should sign up for a class there, even though it'll be all foreign people. But whatever, I will teach them what the internet's truly about. It's about porn. It's about degradation. It's about shock. Well, it's not shock about that value. anymore. No, it's some social. But people need community. to know about what it, need to know what it used to be about. Well, that's a, that's the a thing. Because if people forget about it, it won't exist anymore. It'd be like a dead language. And you know, I don't see. I, I doubt there will ever be another two girls, one cup. Instead, there will be reactions of people watching, other people watching two girls, one cup, and then everybody Even will like it. Even two girls, one cup was probably the end of it. I mean, I when, think when was that? That might have been the end of Web 1.0. It, that that existed in Web 2.0 existed when that came out. Yeah, because but I do, they, there was an exists. overlap in the world, and I think you're right. I think that that was the last you, thing ever. Like you know, that. What I think it was. I think it was YouTube that ended Web 1.0. People still post disgusting shit to YouTube. But it's just overwhelmed by like everybody posting their own, you know, everybody posting their own content, and uh, and it's all about how many fans and you people have. don't care it's about it as how much because you're you like, have. do I want to watch a guy like vomiting him on himself in the tub, or do I want to watch, you know, the hot girl that I have a crush on, talking about the shit she bought at, you know, the makeup store, and that's what they want to see. And I think kids want to watch. I mean, you're like if you're a high school horny kid. You want to watch the girl that you have a crush on. You know, you wouldn't tell your friends that you're watching it, but you're you know you're watching that in Japanese. Or that or that Japanese that girl that's that says funny expressions in Japanese and has big huge titties and is goth oh, looking. Yeah. You What's know what I'm talking name? about? I forget. I yeah, forget I her name. Definitely know who you're talking about. I, I, you know what I'm talking about. But the thing is, it's like that. That's what people want to see on the internet now. It's it's gone all of the days of seeing you know a, a Eastern Europeans man gaping gaping asshole. And there's, stretched there's, to levels there, there, beyond your imagination. And there, there are, and there's, it's everything is a gray area. There are people on Facebook who post tons of funny and gross pictures, 
but you know, it's it's never it's never going to be as big as Ogreish. It's just relegated to people's little personal Facebook galleries now. And og- Ogreish was just like you'd go there every day and be like, oh my god, ah. And it was oh just disgusting, yeah. yeah. But you know what? I think it, what over time we've become desensitized. Nothing's shocking anymore. Well, that's a whole separate issue. So there's that, and there's the whole just everybody sort of has their own thing going on on the internet now. Next time I go to one of these internet costume parties, I'm going to get the best tub girl outfit they've ever seen. I'll prove to them that the internet can still be shocking. Kids today, <laughs> they just don't appreciate it. They really don't. And the whole ride home, she's goading me. Girlfriend sitting there, she's, and she's like, seeing you? more or less. <laughs> drive? She might as well have been. But then we're driving home, and she's like, see what I say? No one knows your old man references on the internet. No well, one she knows was that right. stuff anymore. I mean, you, you were wrong, and she was right. She was. I, I you know, I, I understood. I uh, conceded that she was, she was definitely correct, her assumption. So who's smarter about the internet? She is. Yeah, she'll wait till wait till she sees what's going to be her new desktop wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Think she's smart. She'll know who she's messing with. <laughs> anyway, the internet's about goatsy people, not about Instagram. Deep down, underneath all the social networking and underneath all the people with Instagram pages with like 167 followers. There's Goatsy. There's Goatsy, and he's lurking for Pulling you. Pulling the strings. Exactly. He's at anyway. the bottom of the, in the center of all the tubes. All the tubes lead to Goatsy. They all lead to Goatsy. People, this is episode 437 here, Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Send in your disturbing news item. Michael and I will read them here on the show. And if we give you credit, we will send you a Sick and Wrong care package. You can send your stories to Sick and Wrong Podcast, hotmail.com. Yes, we do have a Hotmail address, and we're proud of it. Never going to give it up. Or submit them via Facebook. Or Twitter. Uh, before we get to our first story here, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So the first story here comes in from Sherry. She says, romantic night out on the town. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. I mean, the most romantic song about Sherry is the journey. Oh, Sherry, yeah. yeah, Steve Perry. I wonder if this ever happened to Steve Perry. I don't know. Maybe that's why he quit Journey. Mom of three ID'd after death by telephone wire while vomiting out of a car window. That's a, that's a mouthful of a headline there. I know. It basically tells the whole story. Yeah. Almost. God, why would you why wouldn't you just say mother of three died by telephone wire or died vomiting out car window? There is some weird this. thing with newspapers where they try and get the whole story in. But you'd think like, don't you want people to click on your article? Like you get, it's got to be a teaser, man. But I guess well, when it's news, people just want to read it the more graphic it sounds. So they want to get all the graphic details in there and then they know people will click to find out even more detail. Well, I think what's keying you into this story is the death by telephone wire and vomiting out car window. Hmm. I will read more. 
you know, and then I'd click on it. No, you know what you click is you're like, I wonder if there's a photo. <laughs> no, actually, the photo. I ain't I'll lying. I'll post this to the page, but uh, she's pretty attractive. It's was. mother of three. Was pretty attractive. Yeah, MILF. Hot milk was pretty attractive. So a northern Indiana man has been charged with three felony counts and two misdemeanor counts. This happened in South Bend, Indiana. Uh, he, police say he was drunk when a passenger in the, his, in the minivan was killed when her head hit a telephone pole guy wire while she leaned out the window vomiting. He's been charged with three felony counts and two misdemeanors. Is South Bend where Purdue is or Notre Dame? I think Notre it's Purdue, Dame. isn't it? No, Notre South Bend, Dame. Thought, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's right. in South Bend. Maybe. I thought Purdue first, but then I thought Notre Dame. I don't know. One of those two big schools goes there. I do not think this MILF attended Notre Dame. You'll see why. Um, a telephone first of all, mom, you know, usually if you're a mom, you sort of drop out of college. We should probably describe a telephone pole guy wire. I didn't even know what that was. Wankly, so telephone poles me. have telephone wires. And actually, I think sometimes that's a misnomer. A lot of times, I think they're power wires or power and phone. But the guy wire is the wire that comes down at an angle that sort of holds the thing up. It's and, at the base of the wire on the pole. other side, too. There's usually like a plastic guard around it. It's like a it's like a tent wire, like a you know when they have the big top tent, and they have the elephants that pull it up, and then they put a stake in the big cable. Yeah, that's kind of a guy. Kind of the same thing. Yeah, same thing. So, 23-year-old Kyle Pampa of Mishaka, Mishawaka, Indiana, is charged with driving while intoxicated, resulting in the death of another person. He's charged with leaving the scene of an accident after driving while intoxicated, causing serious bodily injury. And he's charged with driving without a license and two marijuana charges. Dude, this guy was a partier, party animal, in his minivan, the party van. Oh, he's in a minivan. Yeah, driving a minivan just filled with Jesus. drugs and booze and chicks vomiting. You can't do that anymore, people. I guess you can't. Um, Amanda Ezra, 24 years old, was killed early Sunday when she leaned out of the window to vomit. At the time, she was sitting on the driver's lap. So that does not sound safe to me at all. <laughs> There's a ton of things wrong with this picture. <laughs> Even if the guy was stone sober. She's, she's on this. Why didn't she puke out the passenger window? Why didn't she puke out the back passenger window? Why don't you well, open no, the hatchback on the back of the minivan now. and puke out of that? Yeah, but the, 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 you know, the windows just barely kind of pop open. You couldn't puke yeah. out of one of those. There's different types of minivans, D. Simon. Don't I be guess. trying to school me on minivan windows. She probably could have opened the sliding door like A-team style and just shot puke out of it. And just then purse your lips <laughs> and do a thin stream out of that little window that only pops open like two inches. <laughs> And you know what I think was happening in this situation? She was wasted. She's making out with the dude. They're probably going to have some like road sex, you know, while he's driving. Next thing you know, <laughs> road sex is like level ten shit. Road head is like even level six shit. Don't be sitting on the guy's lap while he's trying to drive, and he's already wasted, and you're about to barf. She's a drunk girl. You know, she does she have probably... three kids though, so she she is pretty good at the sex. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's not, not so good at the contraception not she, so good at the contraception yeah she's not a virgin this one um apparently the mother of three was enrolled at an ivy tech junior college working toward her dream of becoming a teacher a dream that would also mean a better life for her kids i'm sure she would have made a fine teacher did you did you see that scholarly photo of her with oh, the beer 
I know, but she's like holding a beer, taking a selfie. Did you see that one? Eh, what? <laughs> by, by the way, I have nothing against junior colleges or community colleges, even technical schools. It's just funny that they call themselves an Ivy League. But yeah, she could be. She could have been a fine teacher. Do you think a lot? I mean, teachers are young. They drink. I guess they do party, these teachers. The thing about having three kids, though, that's hard to get. That's She's hard to start a career when you have three children. Mother three at 24. 24. But that's kind of old in Indiana, three kids. <laughs> just biologically, <laughs> it's not that old. I mean, you got to be cranking them out at a pretty steady pace. Start. I mean, assuming she didn't have her first one until 18. I'm thinking she had the first one in high school. 18 or like 16? Teenage and pregnant for sure. 16. Yeah, but when you say teenage, like, okay, so 16. Under 16. Age, under the age of consent. Second one at 18. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I highly doubt this is the first time she was getting drunk. I think... Trying, uh, to, trying to give oral sex to some guy while parenting driving. somewhere in the history of this girl. <laughs> so friends say that this past Saturday night, Ezra needed a break. So she headed out to party with some friends, never made it home that night. Please say uh, Papa was driving Ezra's minivan, because you know he doesn't own a minivan. It's got to be a mother. Right. Um, he was driving her as her minivan. Some guys own minivans, though. I even think I think I've heard heard tell that Big Jer had a minivan. I think he had, had a hay real bales van. in the back of it for or for some reason. I think, I'm pretty sure he had a real van, but that's not confirmed. Well, even who even needs a real? If you're unless you're like a contractor, construction guy, why do you need a big van? Do people still drive minivans around? I don't see them that often. I see him. A guy I work with and that I'm pretty good friends with. He lives right around the corner from me. He's a uh, like a Toyota Omni or something. How many people do you know that don't have a family but yet drive a minivan? One. <laughs> See, it's kind of weird. It almost gets the point it's it a is a, the lamest fucking car you can have. Even if you have a family. It is like, just what do you a have a fucking car. what do you have a Shetland pony you're gonna put in there? <laughs> like your family fits in the back seat of a regular sedan, you dumb fuck. Um, so while they're driving, uh, he went over a curb in a cul-de-sac. At that time, Ezra was leaning her head out the window because she was vomiting. He drove between a utility pole and a wire holding it up, causing Ezra's head to hit the wire. They do not say whether or not she's decapitated. I bet not. Probably yeah, just severely mangled and killed. Do you think I like that he was, he was driving enough. down a cul-de-sac, too. Which means he, he thought it was a through street, and then he just and drove he just up on the end. spinning around. Yeah, he was probably uh, doing, flipping a U-turn, drove up on a curb. Right, and then failed head, to flip a U-turn. Yeah, and then her head uh, hit the wire. I wonder if he was going fast enough, she probably could have been decapitated. Those wires are pretty thin. But what about the, you talked before about the yellow guard. Oh, yeah, the yellow guard probably would have protected her. Well, still would have snapped still dead neck, as fuck. Though. It just prevented the, the cord from cleanly cutting through. Those guy wires are pretty thick, too. It's not like a piece of piano wire. Yeah, but if, if her head's out the window and he's going like 60 miles an hour. He's not going 60 miles an hour he's down drunk. a cul-de-sac. He's driving a minivan. Who knows? That's just too fast. Well, anyway. Let's say like 40. Well, whatever it did, Even 25. it killed her. I mean, I mean, let me put you in my car. We'll go 25 miles an hour. You stick your head out. And I'll drive right by a guy wire. You'll be dead, but your head won't get cut off. It it snapped her neck. Oh, it will snap your neck. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, anyway, I'm sure her lifeless body fell back into his lap. No more road head for him. But at least he didn't have any puke on his lap. Um, Didn't ruin his uh, affliction shirt. Uh, He fled the scene. 
He just kind of, I wonder if they dumped the body. I think he dumped the body. They or he? Was there anybody else Actually, in the car? I had that question. I should, I, should, I should step back here. There was no they. It was he. But okay. do you think he dumped the body? Yeah, you got it. If you're going to run away, you got to dump the body. So he fled the scene, but he was eventually caught. He denied being the driver in the crash, but he failed several sobriety tests. The Eddie Murphy defense. Yeah. Just denied. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Nope. <laughs> um, he blew twice the legal limit and, uh, yeah, ended up being arrested. And 0.16, then, uh, I assume. That's not even really that drunk. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I just I mean, wonder. There's two ways to be driving, but I've been much wasteder. Someone must have found her body, and then I wonder if he crashed or if he was able to actually drive away. Had to ruin the Well, buzz. it said he ran up over the curb and sort of threaded the needle between this telephone pole and the guy wire and another tree, right? I mean, I'm sure he, his car was all fucked up. So he must have just ran and, and was caught by the police. Or drove a little ways and then stopped and was sobbing. I mean, <laughs> it's not like when they say he fled the scene, it doesn't mean he was like heading for Canada or Mexico. It just means like. He, he sort of was all discombobulated, drove away, and then maybe he thought better of it, and then they sort of found his car like three blocks away, and he's just... He was probably just wandering the streets just in a daze. Right. Was this his girlfriend, did they say that, or was he just, just hanging out, as it were? I think this is the baby's daddy. Oh, one of the baby's all daddies. All the babies? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I don't know. Maybe she just met him that night at a party. About, about to, be the, to be the baby's yeah, daddy. About to be the baby daddy of the next one. Um, it's a tra- you know it's a tragic situation. Totally. But, um, well, well, it's it's a, it it's, is tragic. It's a tragic. But sometimes si- tragic implies that like there's zero fault to be placed on the victims. Uh, there's fault on both of these victims. That's the thing. It's a tragic situation. He, he's totally at fault. He shouldn't have been driving drunk. He should have. And if you're going to drive drunk, be like, hey, I'm buzzed. Get the fuck off me. Just sit in your seat. I know you're sick. Puke out your window. Do not be getting on me. I'm trying to drive here. And she shouldn't have gotten in the car with some guy who was wasted. And she shouldn't have got that wasted. And she shouldn't have been trying to mount him. Where she could make a good decision about it. I think the tragic aspect of it is now these kids don't have a mother. And there's probably no father. They also no longer have a minivan. So I don't know how they're going to get around. They didn't say the minivan was fucked up. Well, you never, I mean, would you want to drive the minivan when there's like oh, pieces like of your mother all over the door? It's haunted. <laughs> they could get a detail, but it would be like a haunted minivan. My favorite part of the story in closing here is this quote by uh, one of her closest friends, um, Ania Adkins. She says, I think he, this is Papa the driver, deserves way more charges than he gotten. I believe he should be on death sentence because he took an innocent woman's life. Yeah. I gotta say, That's I think he should be on it. death sentence. I think she was a fellow student. At I don't think he gotten enough charges either. No, I don't. Although, think do he we did. know yet? I mean, is he has the trial happened? Is he sentenced? No, he's not sentenced yet. But there are multiple charges, three felony counts. I think the guy's going to go away for a little while. I don't know if he's going to be on death sentence, whatever that is. But maybe. What do you have here for the second story? I also have a story about dismemberment. I not do death love those dismemberment stories. Not death and dismemberment. I can only bring the dismemberment to this week. But does it parallel in... Okay, does it parallel my story in stupid dismemberment? 
There's some parallels. Okay. There's good. always parallels. Good. Uh it says uh the submitter says, Hope you have this story, dude. Lee via Facebook. Lee spelled in the feminine way, L E I G H. Hmm. She says, uh Well, I'll just get into it. <laughs> yeah, this is from Croydon, London. Croydon. Which I don't know, but I think that's sort of a working class area. I could be wrong. I picture is it kind of a Chav community, like a council home, council wow. house. The Chavs, you know, their homes are the streets. Yeah, well, no, they live in those council housing, the council homes, I think they're called. Well, but with their parents, but their parents are respectable, you know, working class people. And they, But the Chavs go come out at night, as the song says. That is true. Yeah. Um Teens went wild at a rave in an abandoned Royal Mail sorting facility in Croydon, London this past weekend. They still do lots of raving over there. They, you know, they do raves throughout Europe. They're, they're so into just techno. LA is, LA is big. I mean, do you still see like, like flyers for raves or does anybody ever talk about going to a rave in LA? I'm so far removed from that scene, I wouldn't know. But I never even see it on Facebook. I don't think people do that anymore. Do you read the LA Weekly? I mean, they're the advertising. I, I don't see it at all either. But when I was in London, like four years ago, my friend, uh, he tried to get me to go to a rave. And, and like tried to force me to go to a rave. But the rave was canceled and I was happy. Was it a rave? Like a, like a rave in the the, cent, the 90 cents of the word? The because word it was where... canceled, I, 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 have, I have no idea. But I, I got the sense then, yes, it was, it was going to be this big... Big warehouse style. Okay, now that's a rave. That's what I can party with loud techno music and maybe there was some reggae element also. Maybe it was like dub or something, which I don't really dubstep. Understand. Yeah, not dubstep, dub. Okay, well then that's kind of reggae related. But the, right. the raves when they call it a rave, but there was going to be a, a DJ. That's a club night. That's not a rave. But if it's a warehouse and there's a you know a couple thousand people, that's a rave. This was going to be at a warehouse. Uh, but it was canceled at the last, I don't know how we found out. Somehow we, we looked online and it was canceled. And I said, oh, dear God, thank God. So, <laughs> I could imagine the relief. And he went out to have anonymous gay sex over some kind of grinder type app. And then I went uh, out to the bar with some people or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't. Aware. And this story says it was in an abandoned Royal Mail sorting facility. So, yeah, that's a real rave. Yeah, they, it's it's a big thing over there. Just raving. Rave yeah. the night away, kids. Especially with the toothless chavs. Yeah. Remember Donk? Didn't we do a big thing on Donk? Like Donk, Donk, Donk. Oh, yeah, Donk. Yeah. We did do that. Donk is a thing. There's all these different types of music now. Like Dub is from, is from the 80s or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what they listen to these days. I think they listen to like just, I mean, even just the, the, the generic techno, like house well, actually, there's going to be some detail about it. Maybe you can help me sort it out. Mm. Um, one teen raver who's who's given his name as being Josh, and Josh is the main character of the story, so you should remember that, he lost a finger at the rave by ripping off a screaming fire alarm. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, Josh gives, he was interviewed by, I think, Vice Magazine. Uh, and the beauty of this story is he gives a lot of the details in his own words. Um, and I'm tempted to give it in some really chavvy voice, but I'm going to give it in like an upper crust uh, type of accent. <clears throat> give it a go. My greater, <clears throat> great. You're going to do it in the abilities. queen's voice? No, not the queen. That oh, would be gosh. too weird. Well, at about 1 a.m., 
We were up in the house room, but I really don't like house music, so I was waiting for the drum and bass to kick in. That's what those English love. Drum and bass. He likes the... I like the drum and bass, Mr. D. Simon. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. What I'm it kind of sounds like it. Alistair Cook. I like this. As soon as I heard it, me and my mate went down there. Five minutes in, the fire alarm started going off, and everyone was like, rip it off, rip it off. <laughs> So I thought I'd give it a go. I was completely sober at the time. Lie. <laughs> That's a lie, by the way. <laughs> I jumped up, grabbed it, and my little finger got caught in, case, in the case because it was all broken. And as I came to rip it back down, my little finger got ripped off completely. Wow. Now this is a productive good member man. of society, I imagine. I like that he doesn't understand how modern fire uh, alarms work. Like, if you pull it, like, the whole fucking system is going off now, and it's calling the fire department. Like, ripping that little lever off the wall is not how you turn the fire alarm off. It doesn't do anything. It probably makes it worse. Like, now there's no way to turn it off. So do you right? think he goes to Cambridge or Oxford? I think he goes to the London School of Economics. Because it's probably pretty, yeah. They, Which I is mean, where Mick Jagger went, by the way. Yeah, but I mean, how, I mean, realistically, though, how many classes do they have about fire alarms? Well, he's he's like a master of Keynesian and Hayekian economics. I mean, a lot a lot of really intelligent people have this problem where they don't understand day to day devices. Day to day devices, yeah. Like, yeah. how does the toaster work? I don't know. I have to go split the atom. And uh, like, uh, <laughs> you know, Einstein couldn't like he could play music, but he like couldn't count the bars. And, and then think about it: the thing's going off. You're on a dodgy batch of Mandy. You know, you Mandy? don't know how to shut that Are off. Are fucking using new terms? Or is <laughs> isn't that, that, isn't term? that what they call ecstasy? Molly. No, but in, in the UK, I think they call it Mandy. Oh, Mandy. That actually makes, I don't know why, MD. If it was MDMA, then I would get it, but yeah. Well, it's MDMA, but I think they call it Mandy over there. And they call it Molly over here. Everything. It's like a boot. It's a lift. It's a fucking trunk. It's an elevator. It's a fucking... Let's just all speak the same language, people. Let's make it much easier. Well, you know, so he just wrapped his finger up, although it was, you know, the, what's left of his finger in his shirt and went on dancing. He calls it skanking, by the way. He says, fuck it. Let's skank on and enjoy it. So what's the, that's what I wanted to ask you about. What the fuck is skanking? I always thought that had to do with ska. Remember when they kind of jump on one foot, do the pogo? No, I thought that was also called skanking, skanking. like a variation of pogoing. I think they're bringing it back. That term, whether it means the same thing, who knows? Well, who knows? Over there, you know, they always they have their own terms for these things. Skanking Here's what he says. Here's what he says. My mentality was, I've only been here for half an hour. I've paid 10 quid for this night. I've lost my little finger, and I'm seriously going to go? Nah, I'm going to skank until I can't skank anymore, mate. <laughs> so he did that. He just skanked the shit. Finally, he was there uh, for a couple hours or something. Uh, the police oh, and then came. He bled out, maybe. No, he didn't bleed out. It's just oh, his okay. little finger, and he wrapped That's his he wrapped it up blood. in his shirt. I mean, I guess if you can, you know, somehow staunch the bleeding, yeah, you just wrap it up. I can imagine. I don't know. Dude. Some of these drugs constrict your blood vessels too, especially these designer drugs. Yeah, but I mean, he's got to be losing a lot of blood. 
I mean, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? I mean, if you wrap, can't you just wrap it up? Put some pressure on it. But what are you? Or was there a military doctor at this raid that's just like, oh, let me go grab a tourniquet and save your Watson. finger? Was his like finger Watson. stuck up in the in the fire the fire alarm? I assume so. <laughs> you he didn't want to retrieve it. Ice. This guy must have been on just a lot of Mandy. Yeah, I assume. I mean, he says he wasn't, but you know he was. What's he says it? after they were there skanking, you know, after they couldn't skank anymore, he says that his mate dragged him down to the paramedics. Yeah, I could imagine. I wonder if his mate the whole time was like, you know, you should probably go to the hospital. He's I like, like to, no, you know, I'm skanking. <laughs> I, got, you know, I, I mean, his mate was on a ton of drugs, too. Don't forget. The thing is, all the other people standing around and he's just like spurting blood all over yeah, as he's skanking away. He's like, oh, my God, I hope that guy doesn't have too much aids i'm sure he has like hepatitis and shit i think that's the difference between acid and ecstasy with acid you would have been like oh my god there's a dude just like spewing blood over everything i'm running away with ecstasy you'd be like red shower like we're that all opening the same scene of fluid man we're all you the know? same being it doesn't matter i still love you Let what if you're you on acid hug. and you got your finger ripped off you also wouldn't go to the hospital, but because you were mortally terrified. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to get your stomach. I don't even know. I probably would have wrapped. You know what I probably would have done? Wrapped my finger up and then just laid in the fetal position in a It corner. became like uh, dangerously psychotic for the rest of your life. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that, that's just a worst case scenario. Even I think taking though, a shit on LSD you can't handle. I don't think you would have been if like the fire alarm went off. I don't think my first instinct on acid would be, I'm going to jump up and pull it off. I think I would have been like, I'm running away before the pterodactyl rips my head off. You know? I'd, yeah. Let's get out of here, man. I'm, that thing's freaking me out. Let's go to a quiet It's harsh in my and buzz, a, like, man. Dark so, park somewhere. You sent this video that we might, uh, that I think accompanied the story, but you sent this video. What was it called? Bounce something? Bounce by the ounce? Bounce by the ounce. And it's like a scene from some British nightclub. And there's a guy. It's been all over Facebook. It also came from Vice. Yeah, it's been making the rounds. But there's a guy on it wearing like a blue kind of polo looking shirt. And he's just, he kind of looks like, well, Christopher Lloyd, but just with his head shaved. And, who's that uh, dude who's in Young Frankenstein who has the crazy eyes? Yahoo Serious? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> gotta, I had to. Um, yeah. yeah. He's got I, some I Yahoo Serious in him. He looks like the Midnight Oil guy a little bit. The Midnight Oil guy. He looks like the Midnight Oil guy. That's, that's even better. He's like bald, and he's just drenched in sweat. And he's, he's on all, so many drugs. Well, that's the thing with ecstasy. You see these guys... I think in England they call it the ecky sweats. But you see these guys, <laughs> and they're term. just coated in sweat because they've been dancing to this horrible music, house music, because their head's so full of drugs, they don't even know where the song stops. That's what his you should do His jaw is about to like, dislocate off of his entire head, which is another thing you do. just keeps moving like, around, you're grinding just doing, That's called something, too, like the grinding thing you do or something. It's yeah. just called grinding, I guess. Well, that's what I picture this guy to look like. He's like... Yeah. Six foot two, he's bald, he's like covered in ecky sweats, his shirt's just dripping, and there's just blood just spewing, spewing, shooting out of everybody. And he's just like, I'm skanking, I'm skanking. Worst nightmare ever. That's why you don't go to a British club. And could you imagine yeah. what those girls must have looked like at this club? Yeah, didn't want to think let, about me it. Say, let me say this because I want to keep it real. 
So this bounce by the ounce video, you've seen all these sort of picture comparisons of like, this is what a nightclub looks like in Sweden. And they show all these hot chicks with their tits out, their blonde, perfect skin, thin. And they're like, here's what a nightclub looks like in Manchester or whatever. And it's just the grossest, ugliest British people ever. And everybody, no, like a normal person looks at that as like, yeah, yeah you took right. the best pictures from Sweden and then you took the worst pictures from the UK. But you look at this bounce by the ounce video and you're like, uh it's really pretty fucked up, but I will close this with saying that there are a lot of girls in this bounce by the ounce video. Who you're like, oh yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, until they smile. I just wouldn't. What I wouldn't do is go to this club because it doesn't look fun. It looks just annoying. I just have never, I never understood the appeal of that music. I guess I don't do enough. <clears throat> what'd you call it, Madam? Mandy. <laughs> I think that's what you need. A head Remember full that of Mandy? creepy puppet, Madam? That used to scare the shit out of me when I was a little kid. Imagine doing Mandy and having that like Madam thing just in your face for six hours. Yeah, especially with the maybe with her finger cut off, spewing blood, or up your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> People send your stories. Stick around podcast at hotmail.com. Got a few phone calls to get to. Two zero six 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 three eight four six is that number. Before we get to that, here's a word from AdamandEve.com. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So we've got a few phone calls here to the Sick Wrong Hotline. Uh, this first one is actually from Indiana. But not, not a guy that goes to Notre Dame, though. He goes to a much, a much better college. Hey, D. Hey, Lance. It's Brett from your favorite university, Ball State, a.k.a. Testicle Tech. Um, I'm about a month or a month and a half behind on episodes, but I had to call in because uh, uh, you guys were complaining about people eating on public transportation and I can't imagine anyone having a life so easy that they're offended by people eating on the on the BART or whatever the hell it is you guys are complaining about. Yeah, there's about. no public transportation in Indiana. so Yeah, and our lives are so easy that uh, that's all we complain about. <laughs> that's pretty true. Yeah, but I mean, there's, there's a fair a, point. I complain about other things, like homeless people. <laughs> it's so people. easy, I... I sit down for three hours every week and record my thoughts on the internet, and then I put it on online for people to listen to. Yeah, but you would be doing this if you lived in Nigeria. <laughs> if I was scrambling for scraps of food every day, I'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, I gotta stop looking for little pieces of uh, you know bug to eat because I've got to go record my thoughts on a podcast." Yeah. But anyway, the real reason I wanted to call in because it reminded me of a factory I used to clean downtown in Muncie. Muncie. The factory is called Jarden, and they made uh, jar lids. And uh, <laughs> the factory stunk so bad you could smell it from the street. And then if you walked in, you could just see, like, a cloud of, like, oil smoke, and your clothes would stink forever. Well, anyway, there's a nice 
Isn't that all of Indiana? You ever drive? I think it's 94, the 94 freeway. Um, yeah, yeah, to, to Chicago from like. Yeah, but Detroit. you go past Gary and you go yeah, past. Gary's uh, but, the, but Indiana just smells awful. Yeah, I imagine each city just smells like some other kind of pollutant. They. Indiana has very, or at least when I used to live there, has very lax controls of like what kind of fertilizer you can use. Like they just. Like, oh, we like the fertilizer to be natural. No, no, just use whatever fucking chemical you want that, like, kills all the insects and poisons the food. And the farmers are like, okay. Yeah, but they also so have all, like that. all sorts of steel factories. Steel fact, you know, yeah, same thing. Pollution controls. Like, what should we do with all this toxic waste? We'll just dump it in the water, dummy. We don't care. <laughs> That's why you never swim on that side of Lake Michigan. No. It's break room where all the guys hang out. Oh, it was, like, air-conditioned and everything. But none of the women would hang out in there. They would all hang out in their own bathroom. And they would all eat in the bathroom. So they would have a couch in there. They have a table in there. And then they would, like, sit around the table and eat while people are in there taking a shit and everything. And they're a little weird. They'd have me come in when I was cleaning. And they would just be in there ripping farts and shitting all over (laughs) while I was in there cleaning. Damn, dog. I guess it wasn't as bad as That was a come on. You missed it. <laughs> what is that like a mating ritual in Indiana? Amongst you the blue collar. them all. <laughs> I don't, you know what I don't understand is why aren't aren't women aren't isn't he supposed to put up like a little plastic sign that says bathroom needs to be clean. You know, fat Midwestern women you need, you need to graze in the lunchroom. Right. Like I'm surprised they let him come in and just hang out and then they would just fart. Hmm. That's interesting. But, you know, that's one thing about women's restrooms, though. They do kind of have this area where they can just sit down, a powder room. They can sit down yeah, and do their makeup. Couch. And it's, but it's separated from, like, the toilet area. So I imagine Somewhere these women else. were just chilling in the powder room. Right. Powder area. The cocaine area. <laughs> the cocaine That's why it's called the powder room, because they're all snorting they lines. The dudes would spray diarrhea all over the toilets and leave it there, and then they'd leave their, like, Kid marked underwear all over the bathroom for me to clean up, but it was real. Wait, weird the girls or the guys? The I, did he switch games? I think he was saying that the women would would be eating in the bathroom and farting, ripping farts and belching while he's right. trying to clean. The guys would just have explosive diarrhea all over the toilet and just yeah. leave it filthy. Right. Which men men tend to do that. What I understand is, I guess these guys must have just been incontinent or something and just shit their pants and leave their underwear on the on the ground. Sometimes. <laughs> How often does that happen? The thing is, if you're, if, you're, if you're a maintenance guy, you know, and you clean the bathroom every day all year long, if it happens once, like, that's what you remember. You're like, yeah, fucking dudes are shitting in their underwear and leaving here, even though it happened, like, once out of every 365 days. But it just, you know, It's a vivid experience, though. I mean, it's a thing. Yeah. You, don't, you know, you don't get past that very easily. Exactly. And eat, because... It stinks so bad in there. It just smelled like old women farts. And, like, I would go in there sometimes, and there would just be, like, a big spread of food laid across the table. Like, there would be, like, uh, all kinds of lunch meats that had, like, just, like, a oozy layer of sweaty fat all over, caked all over them. And then there would be, like, these mushy cheese cubes that looked like they were, like, way over the hill. And they would just be in there munching on them, I guess. And I was in the office one light day. And then the office uh, manager was like, I just can't believe they eat in there. That restroom smells like lasagna and shit. 
So it kind of reminded me of your story. I would take pictures of your food, their food, and uh, send it to my friends, but one could just make me mad. It's just because I thought it was a little weird. Well, anyway, I just wanted to share it out with you guys, and I uh, hope you guys stay classy. Talk to you later. I kind of want to hear more stories from this. What was it, a jar lid factory? And it was called Jarden. Jarden, but they made jar lids, right? Right. Yeah, they, like they, that's the best they could come up with. <laughs> but that's the weird thing about the Midwest, though. There's all these because I when I, my first job out of college was at an industrial supply distributor, and I was doing sales there. Remember that place, McMaster right. Car, is awful. But yeah, it was yeah. out in Elmhurst. It's a world famous company. People know who that is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a a pretty famous company, especially in manufacturing. But uh, we would have to go around and uh, give our catalogs to all these different factories and uh, companies in the area. And it's like, yeah, it's just that the Midwest just has all these, all the manufacturing in this country is all in the Midwest. And you just go to like a, just a weird random factory. The Northeast and the South has their fair share too. Where it isn't is in expensive areas like the Los Angeles metropolitan area. Even though you guys do have a lot of garment manufacturing, but I think mostly I they we, yeah, employ garments. illegals. <laughs> Uh, in you know the San Francisco Bay Area because the cost of living is too high. Like you can't pay somebody, you know, factory fifteen dollars yeah, an hour. Bucks an hour out here that it costs to live. You you got to live somewhere like in Muncie where you can be like, uh, I'll pay you seven bucks an hour. And then, <laughs> and then every, and that's the, somewhere. And that's the thing. It's like people in Muncie, you know, maybe a couple of them go off to Notre Dame or Ball State, but most of them go to the artificial flower plant factory up the street. <laughs> Right, but that's the thing, you know. Botched and, uh, it, by the way. It's the artificial flower plant plant. The flower plant plant from Stranger to Candy, yeah. but then that's the. Th well, I remember when I saw that, I was just like, yeah, and that, that's what exists there. It's just these factories that make something as mundane and as just and as odd as flower artificial flowers. There's a plant that makes that, and that's Jar where lids, people work. Jar plastic lids, bags, like little tiny O rings for mechanical devices. The weird thing about the what I've always found about these factories is, uh, and even that industrial supply company I worked at, the, these people that go there, like right out of high school, never go to college, they just work there from 18 all the way right. till the point that they're 60. And they do, by that point, when they retire, are making pretty decent money, probably like 70 or 80 a year. Right, their body's just wrecked, though, because they've inhaled all those toxic fumes and just gross and they liquids. And they Yeah. You know, they, they end up dying. But they, but they forge these, like, Everybody dies, close though. bonds with their coworkers. And so that's why I imagine. I bet you these women, every day, they go to the bathroom, to the, the powder room, sit on a couch, eat their cold cuts, and fart. It's their sanctuary. Yeah. And talk about the, you know, how long it's been since they've had sex with their fat husband. And how they're fucking the uh, dude who, like, you know, runs the uh, rim roll machine or whatever. And then they, yeah, and, and that's what they do. And then they talk about how, like, that janitor just looks like a pervert. Right. But the other janitor, janitor, the new one, the night guy, is a hottie. You know, the guy just, he's like 24. But the guy that comes in during the day that they fart around looks like he might have fetal alcohol syndrome. There's just def def definitely something awry about him. Uh, I heard that 24 year old janitor, he's cute and all, but I heard he's Bobby, you know, in uh, shipping. It's his nephew, and he wet the bed till he was like 16. So you got to watch out for him. And look at that wonky <laughs> eye. That's why I don't like looking at him. That wonky yeah. eye. Right. 
<clears throat> that's how it happened at Ball State. But I want to hear some more stories about the jar lid factory. Where do you think Brett works now? Not so, in the jar lid factory. <laughs> we'll have to find out. He's at Ball State, so he's you know he's trying to get a better career. In college. Uh, here's a second call. Hey, Dan Lance. It's the Twink City Powerlifter here calling. Yeah, I'm just going to give you an update on that uh, chick, you know, that got the frostbite and lost her fingers and her toes and stuff, and you're wondering if you and everybody just fucked her. Of course we fucked her. Do you remember this guy? Vaguely. Um, we did a story about a girl in Minnesota that passed out on someone's porch, lost her fingers. We were saying that she might be hot, and this guy knew her because he right. also goes to the University of Minnesota. He's a power yeah. lifter. And he was saying, right. yeah, me and my friends knew her. So we were like, so did you bang her without any fingers? You know, when she... So anyway, he's, this is his claim to fame, this guy. Well, not literally fucked her because, you know, working at the gym too much and to get a 54-inch chest and stuff, I don't have time for that kind of stuff. Me and the uh, bros at the gym, we usually just uh, get a meal, uh, cocksucker thing, and we stick it through the big 50-pound barbell weight, and uh, we fuck that because, you know, it's 50 pounds, so we're working out and we're fucking at the same time. And uh, once in a while, we even pass it around with each other. That's how cool it is, you know. It's also nice looking at all those big muscles on these guys, you know. Not that they're hot or anything, but that's what turns us on, these big power lifters like that, eh? So, hey, <laughs> have a good day. Bye. Do we, do we have callers <laughs> impersonating other callers now? I, you know, I don't Was he trying to be Canadian? He kept saying A. Well, no. Minnesota. Yeah, I guess they do say A in uh, Minnesota. Do you think powerlifters are kind of gay? Is that a gay thing? They do a lot of squats, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they do a lot of squats. They, you, you're saying they squat on a cock? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, this guy's Even if saying, they're straight, do you think they fucked the hole in the little, like, weight And the barbells plate? or something? I'm, I'm not sure. Well, no, the, bar, the, belt, the barbell is the bar part. The weight has the hole in it because the bar, the bar sticks through it. Yeah, so it is about I, I the guess, size of a cock. I mean, well, don't don't you always read about those stories where it's like some guy gets his dick caught in the the hole in between the weights and they gotta cut the weight off? No, I've never heard that. No, but that, that, that there's like you know what? Well, some, they're like hanging the weight from their dick. Yeah, they'll put it in that, or there's like a you know a hole. Like what was this guy talking about? The hole in the bar? No, the hole in the weight in the plate. In the plate, that's what I'm talking about. They get that. Yeah. They get their dick stuck in it. Why did? Why was their dick in there? Because they were fucking it. Yeah, like I think they're gonna lube it up. <laughs> they can't get it back out because they get it in, and then oh, it's, it's like just a cock stuck. Ring situation. It's like a cock ring. Yeah, I imagine just this powerlifter guy. Think about the Queen of England. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be stuck in there forever. I think this guy, though. I mean, this. I always wonder about that. Like, these dudes, they go there, they work out with each other, they spend, I don't know, two hours at the gym, three hours at the gym. Isn't that kind of odd? I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's totally gay, but it's just kind of weird. They're in workout gear? Yeah, they're in workout gear, wearing, like, tank tops, and just, I'm just going to get really muscular because the 54-inch chest is, is important to me. The thing here's the here's the question is is getting big and buffed is that getting you more heterosexual sex? And at what point isn't it? And then you're just going if it's not gay, which it is a little bit, it's extremely narcissistic, right? To where you're like, 
dude, you're huge. You've got a hot girlfriend who likes huge guys. Uh, you're not going to fight in any like, you know, physical battles or, you know, you're not like going to go swinging a broadsword around. Like, why do you, why are you still trying to get big? You're yeah, not competing. I mean, if you're professionally, competing, this is your job. That. If you're like an Olympian, I can understand So either you're that. looking at the other dude's muscles or, or you just have this, you know, bizarre narcissistic tendency where like you're really focused on yourself too much. Do you think this guy just looks in the mirror and jacks off and doesn't look at porn? Well, you know, John Steele does that. He does. He's a big guy. He's, he's a know, Does John Steele go to the gym? Is that how he maintains his physique? He never yeah, talks no, about he, it. Yeah, he works out. I think he works out all the time. We'll see. <laughs> and he's not getting laid <laughs> by his own admission. So why is he doing it? If it's not helping him to get laid, what, you know, what's the point? I, well, that's what that's what my point is. I don't think women care if you have a 54-inch chest or a 27-inch chest. I don't think no, it's some that. No, some do. Well, some, some do. do. I don't think most do, And if those do, are the though. type of girl you're trying to attract, fine. But one, there, there's a point where, you know, you're big enough for that girl that you found or, you know, any of the girls that you're out there looking for. And then you're just doing it for other purposes. And what what is the purpose? And, you know, own up to it. You know what I think the purpose is? Hodor. That's what I think. Got to get big enough for Hodor. This guy is sending pictures to Hodor. And Hodor's like, once you get a 58-inch chest, I'll hang out with you. But he keeps moving the goalpost. Like you get it to 58, <laughs> and he's like, eh, 59. God damn it. Really want some of that Hodor I ass. I got to hang out with Hodor. One day, Minnesota Powerlifter, you'll hang out with Hodor. Just keep pumping that iron. Um, all right, here's the last call. Hey, there's Pooh Bear again. Uh, my boss was fucking with me. Okay, so I just want to call and let you know because I was bouncing on the trampoline and had shit go everywhere, so I didn't wear underwear and wearing the little Umbro soccer shorts. We Umbros. weren't naked jumping on a fucking trampoline. But, you know, I was going to let you guys know that a little bit earlier, but since Lance was gone getting his prolapsed anus fixed, you know, I figured I'd wait till you guys are back together. Do you remember that? The guy called in and he told us some shit story about he was jumping on a trampoline and a bunch of turds came out. And we were saying, I think we conjectured that he was naked with a bunch of his friends and that's how the turds came out. Because if not, they would have been stuck in his pants. Right, but uh, Umbros, which are like loose sort of soccer shorts without underwear, a turd can totally come out of that. Well, I think so I used to wear a lot of Umbros. Yeah, I used to wear those back when uh yeah. yeah, back when I used to wear you shorts. You get some more actually. I forgot about them. I very I comfortable. Just, I don't know. I just I, I find it very dubious that he was even wearing umbros. Sounds to me that <clears throat> it's believable. It sounds to me that these why wasn't he wearing underwear under the umbros? You free ball? You free ball under the umbros? I think what was happening is they're just having a night out in the town butt naked, jumping on trampolines. Don't do that when you have an upset stomach. <laughs> that's the lesson. So uh, that's pretty much it on that. I was also thinking you guys need to go play them garbage-ass, fucking sick and wrong song of the week and play a real song. Look up Necro, Dead Body Disposal. It's the shit. And I want to send a shout-out to my coworkers. I just turned on to the podcast, Beavis and Butthead, a.k.a. Casey and Rick. What up? Go do some fucking work. And uh, I'll holler at you guys later with a sick and wrong story. 
You know, I wonder what his coworkers think about his stories of him shitting on trampolines naked with his friends. If their nicknames are Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> that, They're probably Beavis and Butthead like, are like the pa- pa- not these guys, but the real ones are like the pa- which are both really the patron saint like of the patron retards. saints of the show. Well, yeah. the patron saints of the show. Well, definitely the patron saints of the show. The purpose of the show is with those fictional characters in mind as the audience. Yeah, I kind of picture most of our fans to have uh, to to look kind of like Butthead. And Maybe. laugh like that, you know, as they and listen Beavis. to us. Both of them. That makes sense. I still the doubt target market. that this guy was actually wearing shorts. But, hey, who knows? Anyway, uh, people call Sigurong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Um, as always, when you listen to the show, we ask that you listen to the show via iTunes. Because you can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can comment. We appreciate it. It boosts our visibility. I know you hate iTunes. I know some oh of you hate God. iTunes. I know some of you oh love iTunes. God. We appreciate when you listen to the show on iTunes. So just go to iTunes. Listen to Second Wrong. Also, if you really, really do enjoy listening to the show, you should be buying t-shirts. Sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Just go to the store. Support the show. Buy a Sick and Wrong logo tee. Wear it around town this summer. It's a good, it's a good summer shirt. It's a good summer fashion. Yeah, if you're a lady, you can like cut a deep V neckline into it. That's very fashionable. I do like when girls make them all sexy like that. It's sexy. It's a good shirt to do that too. Got a lot of fabric to customize. Uh, also, we throw in some stickers when you order a shirt. So go to cigarongpodcast.com slash store. Cigarong song of the week. You know what? Courtesy of Pooh Bear, who just called in, who was not bouncing on a trampoline naked with his buddies. Um, he, he recommended Necro. Um, have you ever heard of Necro? Rapper no. guy. Oh, he's a rapper? He's I a rapper. This is a death metal type thing. No, he's a rapper guy. Um, but he raps about, you know, he's even more hardcore than Eminem. But the song's called Dead Body Disposal. The funny thing about This isn't Nec- the guy from Florida who's like 22-year-old and he's like been a crack dealer for like five years and he's got the AK-47 tattooed on his no, face. No, no, no. I, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of the name of that, that uh, song, though, that Maybe he did. Maybe next week we'll do that guy. Oh, my God. He just keeps repeating, like... Brick, like, brick in your mouth or brick, brick in your face in your or something. Face or something. I think this, what he's talking about is a brick of cocaine. But Yeah, because that's, that's where he, he deals. He's in Miami. I think that's where he's from. Yeah. Now, this guy's from Brooklyn. But the funny thing about Necro is that his real name is Ron Bronstein. <laughs> he's Jewish. <laughs> and his parents were like you, Orthodox You give him Jews. credit by calling him Ron. His real name is Ronald. Ronald, Ronald Bronstein. Bronstein. It's he's your just bar mitzvah. Like, he's like, yo, yo, no, my name's Necro. Call me Necro. He's like, okay, Ronald Should I make Bronstein. this check out for the bar mitzvah to Necro <laughs> or Ronald Bronstein? Oh, oh, Ronald Bronstein, please. <laughs> I think he should have just went by Bronstein instead of Necro. Yeah, it's like Bronson. What about Necro? Charles Bronstein. What about Necroberg? Necrostein? I guess that might have worked. Anyway, the song's called Dead Body Disposal. Thank you, Pooh Bear. Good song. <laughs> He's all up in disposing lots of dead bodies at his dad's mortuary service <laughs> job. <laughs> at Goldman Sachs. Yeah. <laughs> Goldman's uh, mortuary. People, we'll be back next week at episode 438. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night. What happened to him? He got shot in the face, Lincoln. I would have thought that was obvious. What'd you do that for? Do you mistake for a rabbit? What do you want me to do about it? Sort it out. 
fucking witch doctor, but you are a bad boy yardie. And bad boy yardies are supposed to know how to get rid of bodies. I create the bodies, I don't erase the bodies. Let's talk about their body disposal. My proposal, take the corpse to the bathtub and drain the blood out of the bathtub. Drip yourself new first so you don't get blood on your new shirt. And cut the fucking corpse off like a butcher to me, kid. And put the pieces inside trash bags, else will be reeking like a fag's ass. With flesh covered in leeches, and throw the bags away in various trash bins in different areas. This shit's hilarious, nobody notices. Some asshole taking out the garbage, who would know it's a carcass? Even if they were focusing, cause the plastic bag is dark, kid, and even the nose. Bitch wouldn't open it, it make no sense And if you do it just before a trash pickup The bodies hold away before it decays and stinks up It won't be noticed, but literally tons of other shit And your bag is in the middle, buried right under it Especially if you double bagged it Your victim will stay a faggot in fragments Forever stagnant, dead body disposal For those that don't know what to do after your foes are killed Shit could get messy when the blood full spills You never know when you might need to know skills And body disposal is no frills Dead body disposal are you interested in hearing my proposal? Bodies begin to stink within an hour of death And if it's warm outside, then it's quicker for the sour stench to leak out the flesh So think about the steps you take in killing and be willing to consider the best Be extra careful and grab an aerosol Can of pepper spray to coat the pieces, the smell is unbearable Coat the first layer of bag beautifully, that'll keep animals from tearing open the bag to get to the meat Squirrels, dogs and birds, officers with dogs that smell won't find shit when they're thrown off the scent you can hang a fuck upside down in your tub Slit his throat from ear to ear to remove a large amount of blood Most of it'll gush out on its own at once But to get the last couple of pints drained, work his arms like pumps For dismemberment, gentlemen, I recommend heavy-duty bone saws That cut through gentle limbs like pendulums But if you wanna take your time, don't rush it either Cut each piece up like Pizza Hut pizza with a rusty cleaver Then put each piece up in a freezer Take out the trash in a couple of days The stench of decomposition's meager And make sure there's no incriminating papers in the bag Letters, receipts, anything with your name no trace ya. I know it's obvious, but you'd be amazed at how easy it is to be sloppy with this. Even the mafia slips. Dead body disposal. For those that don't know what to do after your foes are killed. Shit could get messy when the blood flow spells. You never know when you might need to know skills. And body disposal is no flesh. Let's talk about death, baby. Disintegration of flesh, you'll see. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things and hacking up your meat. Let's talk about death, baby. Disintegration of flesh, you'll see. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things and hacking up your meat. Let's talk about death, death. You're always death, gonna have problems lifting a body in one piece. Apparently, the best thing to do is cut up a corpse into six pieces and pile it all together. And when you've got your six pieces, you've got to get rid of them. Because it's no good leaving it in the deep freeze for your mum to discover. There's more choices to choose, kid. Bury the corpse in the ground, bury it at sea, or the pieces get distributed. When using the ground, the shallow grave isn't allowed, cause the corpse will be found when the stench of it lingers out. Make sure it's six feet deep or more. Construction sites work and fermented in wet cement is suspended beneath the floor. Using the sea as its potential, sequentially the sea destroys all evidence eventually. But make sure that you tie a weight to the body to keep it from floating around and being discovered by mistake. Drop it as far from shore as possible, otherwise it'll pop up at low tide or be seen by some fisherman's optical. Riveting, body parts is riveting I explained it in verse 1 Forgive me if I begin again A wood chipper turns the corpse into chopped meat Spread it all over your grass Then water
water it down properly Within a few days the cadavers fertilizer Your advisors taught you ways of covering up murders wiser Regardless how you try these methods Be careful with prints and rented equipment Use cash and fake IDs Dead body disposal For those that don't know what to do after your foes are killed Shit could get messy when the blood falls spells You never know when you might need to know skills And body disposal with no frills Dead body disposal are you interested in hearing my proposal? Shit could get messy when the blood falls spells You never know when you might need to know skills And body disposal with no flesh. Let's talk about death, baby Disintegration of flesh, you'll see Let's talk about all the good things And the bad things and hacking up your meat Let's talk about death, death Then I hear the best thing to do Is feed them to pigs You gotta starve the pigs for a few days then the sight of a chopped up body will look like curry to a peasant. You've got to shave the heads of your victims and pull the teeth out for the sake of the pig's digestion. You could do this afterwards, of course, but you don't want to go sieving through pig shit now, do you? They will go through bone like butter, 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 butter. Bye.